Welcome to Lessons from Sweet Valley, the podcast where we re-examine the Sweet Valley High series, one book at a time. My name is Kat Thomas, and today we are discussing book three, Playing with Fire. Joining me today is our first international guest, <laughs> all the way in Castle Bar. Yep. Castle Bar, Ireland, is my friend, Michelle Grover. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Good to be here. How are you doing this morning? Or sorry, no, it's not morning. It's afternoon, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's a sunny day actually today, so it's not raining. That's good. So it rains a lot in Ireland. Yeah, it's, it's sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but you deal with it. You find ways to deal with it, you know, so. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we know each other through, we were, our dorms were next door <laughs> to each other at yeah. Iowa State University. <laughs> Yeah. Go Cyclones. <laughs> Go Cyclones, yes, yes. <laughs> I remember, the things I remember about you is that you love New York and you love the color orange, which I think you are wearing currently. It's, it's one of my work shirts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you loved orange, right? I know, I did, I did. I wanted an orange car for some reason. I don't anymore. Um, I just like bright colors in general now. But yeah, and yeah, I loved New York because it was like a big city and stuff. And so my dream used to be to live in New York. Well, I didn't accomplish that, but I went and lived in Seoul in South Korea for eight years. So I, I consider that dream accomplished. <laughs> right. So yeah, so I guess you kind of touched on what you've been up to since the Iowa State days. So you lived in <laughs> yeah. Seoul. Where else have you lived? You've lived a lot, a lot of places. Yeah. So after I graduated Iowa State, I worked for nine months at a juvenile delinquent facility in Iowa. And obviously that was stressful and it didn't pay a whole lot of money. So I heard about teaching English in Korea. So I went there for a year, liked it. Eight years later, I, I left. <laughs> um, so I was there for eight years and then I went well, during that time, that's when I met my then Irish boyfriend. And so now he's my husband, which is why I'm in Ireland. Um, and so we spent two years in Turkey teaching at a university there. And then about a year later, I came and moved in with him here in Ireland. And then we got married and I'll be here for a good long while. When I mentioned, you said you have some history with Sweet Va the Sweet Valley High series. Talk about that. Well, like, I mean... You know, you read these books when you're a kid and like, what was the other one? The Babysitter's Club. Like, you know, you read those just because they're so popular and everyone else is reading them. So like, I don't remember any specific books or titles themselves, but I do remember reading them. And I'm glad that I had this chance to read one again because I realized how cheesy and how like, how many other books are out there that would be better for teenagers to read. But <laughs> <laughs> even as an adult reading at this time, there were humorous moments and they definitely make you realize that you have grown. You've grown up mentally, emotionally. And so hopefully the kind of drama that happens in Sweet Valley High doesn't happen in your real life because we are 30 something year old adults and it's just a bit dramatic and crazy. So yeah, I did read a few of those back in the day. I know I have to like keep reminding myself when I'm reading it not to like overly be like super harsh with these characters because I'm like you guys come on you're not very self-aware you know it's looking at it back in the lens of like a 30 year old you're just like oh gosh was I that like I know all minded yes probably yes yes I, yeah I definitely was I know I was yeah it was all like oh a cute boy oh my god he's my whole world and yes then which is a big part of this yeah. playing with fire and I'm gonna read 
just a quick summary of it. Okay. And just, you don't know, but where we left off in the last book was Jessica had just been crowned the queen of the fall dance and Ooh. Winston was the king and she was mortified. But then she had this kind of brief interaction with Bruce at the dance where they locked eyes and she was like, Ooh, could something happen here? And that's how the book ended. It was like a cliffhanger. So okay. here's where, here's a brief summary of what, of what uh, you and I read. Okay. Okay. Watch out, Sweet Valley High. Once again, Jessica Wakefield has gotten her way. Fresh from her greatest social triumph, Jessica proceeds to sink her hooks into rich, handsome Bruce Patman, the most eligible, sought-after guy at SVH. Or has Bruce gotten his hooks into Jessica? Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, notices a big change in her sister. Suddenly, Jessica's following Bruce everywhere and dropping everything just to spend time with him. Elizabeth doesn't trust Bruce one bit. He's arrogant demanding, and way too fast. Jessica can hold her own with any guy, but this time Elizabeth's afraid her sister may be going too far. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we're going to discuss today. And, you know, I wanted to just touch on your high school environment. What was your high school like? Yeah, so my high school consisted of four, no, actually five different towns combined because that's how small it was. And I graduated with, I think it was 54 people. So like, even though we had four towns, there were still only 54 people in my graduating class. So like a lot of the stuff that you see in like the movies and the TV shows didn't happen at my school, but like we definitely still had a prom and like you had to vote for the prom king and queen and like that. But like, I feel like my high school was a lot tamer than the what people have in their minds and like even here living in Ireland there's a lot of Irish people that will ask me questions about like how the schools are in the states and stuff like that and I'm like my life wasn't like the movies <laughs> and one thing that I actually was going to ask you Kat um I had to look so I actually listened to the audio on YouTube and so first of all it was the <laughs> audio cassette book <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, it's good to know for our, you can't listen to this stuff. Can you, are they all on YouTube? Did you I like, don't know. I just searched for my specific book, but I would imagine if that one can be found on YouTube, there could be other ones on YouTube. So if you want to listen to the audiobook, hopefully you can find it on YouTube. And there is some cheesy 80s music. It made me laugh a lot. Okay. Um, and I, I would listen to it when I was like cooking or doing dishes or stuff like that. So when my husband would come home, I would make sure I would pause it before he came home because I was like, oh my God, it's so cheesy. It's so bad. But anyways, I had to, uh, I'm going to say rewind for the sake of our conversation, but I had to rewind it and go back when I was caught. Um, I, they mentioned a sorority in high school and I was like, what? I was like, there's got to be a mistake. So I rewinded it and it said sorority. So Kat, did you have sororities in your high school? No. No, we did not. And that has been confusing me for the last three books. And I'm just kind of been like, I need to look that up and see if that's a thing. I don't know if it's a California thing or. Okay. Because it just seems to be the one sorority. I, they never mention any others except for the one. And so I'm okay. like. Yeah. Right before our talk today, I just go- literally Googled, are there sororities in high school? Yeah. So what did they say? The quick, like, obviously I didn't like go into, into any depth because yeah. I had to meet you. But um, it said like, yes, there are. And there are like. Um, maybe if, if you have a university in the town or in the city, town, whatever, maybe they might have like a sister, not sister, but you know, like a little sister sorority. I'm not sure. But like yeah. the short answer is yes. The long answer is I don't really know how it works. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, it just seems in the Sweet Valley world to be like, we're all the 
popular or I don't know. It, I don't know what the qualifications to get into the sorority is, but yeah. but um, Jessica is very, very important to Jessica being in the sorority. Hmm. Yeah. And then when Robin, was it Robin? Robin. Yes. We were introduced to Robin. This is the first time we're meeting Robin. So okay. I guess the book starts in a classic, I feel like 80s way with yes. a dance contest, which we never had in our schools. I always... No. And today, if you tried to have a da- the dance contest with like 14, yeah. 15, 16 year olds, they'd be like, um, no, not happening. Well, they'd be like, like, you know, not appropriate for high oh, school dance yeah. A lot of grinding. (laughs) So it's, you know, Jessica's at this dance contest with Winston because she's like obligated to to go with him. But then, you know, Bruce walks, they lock. It's like a very grease kind of very, they lock eyes. They, and they start dancing. And I mean, the way they described it, they're like spinning each other around. He's like spinning her in the air. And I'm just imagining, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it's classic eighties high school. And so that's kind of, it seems like when they sort of get together, I don't know if they just kind of start from that moment on, they're just like, oh, we're together now, or, you know. She totally dropped, what's his face? Is that Winston? Winston, yes. Yeah, like, Winston. They, like, were they an actual, like, couple? or No, was it- no. Winston is kind of the nerd he obviously Winston loves Jessica I'm not quite sure why he's just always I guess once again high school you just you have crushes on people for no reason sometimes kind of like Jessica with Bruce it's like I feel like this is a lot about the theme is like a lot about crushes and you know just irrational emotions exactly exactly so Winston has always loved Jessica and they kind of won this you know homecoming king and queen and they're obligated to kind of go to these things together these school events oh, okay but, that makes yeah. sense okay yes but she ditches him after her and bruce win the dance contest and then they go yeah. to like an after party and end up in the forest sort of making out in the forest i don't <laughs> i know he's all like let me take you this, to this deep dark forest where there's no other people um <laughs> all right no alarms going off in your head whatever right exactly <laughs> i mean i mean i guess the elephant in the room here that I want to discuss because are Bruce and Jessica sleeping? Are they having sex? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like in real life, the way that Jessica was talking and the way that Bruce seems to be, I bet they would be having sex. Yes. But I feel like because it's a book for teenagers, they probably can't flat out directly say that, which probably is a good thing. Right. And as 30 year old something adults, um, we know pretty much like 99% sure we knew they were, nah, you yeah, a <laughs> lot of, a lot of like, they're going to a lot of beach roads. They're like, we're going to the road by the beach. That was like their big dates. <laughs> yeah. Even, even if it maybe wasn't like sex, it probably was still dirty enough for teenagers to yes. wear. Like they can't directly say what they were doing in the book. Cause that would turn into a whole different kind of book. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, I was so surprised just by like, and that's another thing. I know that some people in my high school were definitely having sex. But like, for me, like, like let's just get personal. Um, like, I didn't lose my V card until university. And so for me, seeing like in the book and like even on TV, TV shows and stuff, just seeing how fast some girls do give it up. And as, as a 30, um, mid 30 year old adult, like now that I see that, and I'm just like, 
oh, if I ever have a girl, I really hope she doesn't move that fast. But I do understand yeah. like there are hormones and you have feelings. And like, if you feel like the guy's just going to totally ditch you, if you don't give it up, like, ah, like I can't imagine being a teenager again with those oh. emotions and hormones and how your brain's not fully developed yet. Like it's, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's definitely not like in the, in the movies, like with like all the like gossip and stuff. But I've recently um, really got into Gossip Girl. I never uh, watched it when it first came out. And so like when they were in high school, like all that gossip and stuff going around, I'm just like, that was not my high school. Like, I don't know. It's just hard. What, what is a typical American high school? I don't know anymore. Right. I know. Right. It's so true. I mean, we see like, this is like very, <laughs> very similar to Gossip Girl. I mean, they even have that column, that eyes and ears column. That's like so-and-so. They had like a little, like Elizabeth wrote, she writes like a column that has. Oh, like, I don't think that came up in this book, did it? In the audiobook? I mean, a little, uh, it, if it did. did I, come, I probably did. It was very briefly at one of the, oh. at the start of one of the chapters. Or an, and Elizabeth didn't want to write about Jessica and Bruce because she didn't want to like oh. keep it going or keep the, encourage this, this uh, romance. Because okay. the thing about like, so Jessica starts to lose herself very quickly mm. with Bruce, you know and I feel it just escalates I feel like you know the first time was when they were playing tennis and then she purposely loses and that yep. you know she starts to beat him and then he she realizes he's getting upset and so she's she purposely loses and then he, she realizes he gets really happy and and so yep. and yeah, like I will read another quote that I wrote yeah. down that kind of is yeah she says he really loves me, Jessica thought wildly, enjoying the comforting sensation of being enveloped in his arms. And if it makes him happy to have a girl who wants what he wants, then mm. that's the kind of girl I'll be. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of her mindset. So I'm like, they're, and you know, I'm like, these people are doing it. They're <laughs> yes. It's definitely happening, you know? Does, do you think that Bruce ever really liked Jessica like do you think he actually had feelings for her I want to say no I want I want to say maybe he liked her in the fact that maybe he liked looking at her um but I really don't think he cared about her as a person like and she she was a well yeah she was the queen right the homecoming queen yeah yeah Yeah. and so like I feel like it was, you know, like a status thing and she was beautiful and um, he saw how far he could go physically with her. I think he liked having her around, but then as you notice near the end, um, he started seeing someone else behind her back. And so it's kind of like he was kind of uh, done with her. Yeah. It seems like he, and then with the next girl, I don't remember her name, but um, it seems like he would do the same exact thing with her. Like, and so, no, I don't think he really ever had feelings for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I, I, for a while I was like, why does Elizabeth hate Bruce so much? Like, why is she so concerned? But I think she probably, she saw this pattern with yeah. other people and yeah, it's definitely was playing out and it like, it broke my heart. You know, I, the, the, I haven't been the biggest Jessica fan cause she <laughs> can be a little very conniving, but mm. I could just, it's like that moment when he kind of started to pull away and she didn't want to she basically kind of was just waiting by the phone. She didn't make any yeah. plans with anyone. You know, it's like, cause there's no cell phone, there's no texting. So if someone wanted to get hold of you, you literally had to stay home 
waiting and you didn't want to go anywhere. And <laughs> just, it's I like you're a prisoner that. in your own yeah. mind, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just could, I could relate to that. Just these irrational, this person is my world thinking. And yeah. And so even though like I'm talking quite a bit of smack on their like emotions and hormones, like that was pretty much me in like the first couple, three years of university. I don't know if you remember any of the boys um, that I met. You remember Matt? <laughs> was that, wait, maybe, I don't know. Fraternity? But it, was, it wasn't the typical fraternity. I don't know if you remember that. It was like the engineering fraternity? <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> but like, I really liked him. And so I put my whole self into him. And then when that fizzled, like I just, and I remember when I didn't have a guy, I was like, oh, I wish I had a guy. And so like, whenever I would find a guy that I kind of sort of liked, and I saw him re returning that, I would put my whole self into it as well. And so like, it might have resulted in like maybe like going on a date with them and like staying out a little bit later so the next morning I sleep in and miss my university class and yes. so like even though I am like saying all these negative things about Jessica like I was a bit similar in university so oh yeah I mean and same here I mean and for me even when I was in my 20s I remember having these like crushes on these guys and even just sometimes just like not making plans over the weekends yep. just in case they would call. I totally remember doing, I mean, and I remember the, the feelings it's, you are kind of in this prison and it's, it's a, oof, it yeah. was hard. It took me back. And I, once again, I was like, Oh, it's so nice to be a little bit past that, but still, I mean, those feelings are all, they pop up sometimes every now and then, but I really, you know, Jessica really starts to, you know, she quits the cheerleading squad she starts wearing different clothing. It's like this whole thing where any, everything that made her feel like her just got completely yeah. shut down because Bruce wasn't into it or Bruce wanted something different. And yeah, it was a different side of Jessica than we'd seen. And okay, yeah, because in the last couple of books, she was not nice. And, and then she's still, you can kind of see hints of that, I feel like in her relationship with Robin, which, so yeah, you mentioned Robin. Oh, Robin yeah. is... A, this poor Robin. That's what I put in my notes. Poor Robin. <laughs> because she, she's just, uh, I guess she's a new student or something, and she's oh. obsessed with Jessica, and so she's just constantly following her around. You said she's obsessed with Jessica. She blindly was like, okay, sure, I'll put this, the, the test questions or whatever in whoever's locker, Emily Mayer's locker. I've got that in my notes here. She was like blindly, okay, sure, I'll put these, these, this test in Emily Mayer's locker. And she didn't even ask for a reason or anything. Like she yeah. just blindly did it. So like, obviously there are these silly emotions as well, not just for like a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, yep. but for like the popular girl. And it was yes. like, oh yes. my God, I, I, oh, I probably yes. did a face palm. I know. Right. Yeah. Jessica, Robin wants desperately to be in this sorority. So Jessica kind of is this kind of a subplot where Jessica wants Emily to get the test score so she can copy off her and do well in chemistry because she's been skipping class to hang out with Bruce. So yeah. she tells Robin, if you do, this is part of the initiation. She just makes it up. Uh, you know, this oh. is the initiation. So if you steal this test, this is part of your tasks to get into the sorority. It's oh, okay. Completely that makes fine. sense. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense why she did it blindly. Because I was still kind of thrown off by the whole sorority thing. So, okay, yes. that makes more sense. Yeah, that connects kind of the sorority with the test exam. Test exam. Yeah. And, it's, it, and you're right. Robin has the same blind loyalty to Jessica that Jessica has to Bruce. Mm. And kind of Winston has to Jessica. And I felt really bad because then Jessica tries to kind of get both of them off their back, tries mm. to set up Robin and Winston uh, oh. together. Re- yeah. In this Re- book? Yes. Did, <laughs> did you read an, an abridged version? <laughs> um, no, I think it ended correctly. <laughs> um. Don't you? It's So they go to like um, a- another subplot that we did not discuss. There's always kind of like two layers and then there's like this sort of sea story. And the sea story in this book was the, the band the droids, they had like a, come on, Michelle, you're giving me a crazy look right now. Remember, they, remember the school band and they had, they had a talent manager come? Okay, what did you? Okay, maybe the YouTube book wasn't um, full. Maybe there was a, I, but the way it wrapped it up, like, like it wrapped it up. Uh, I thought the ending of the story was, um, yes, I know like the story definitely, had a resolution on the YouTube thing. Um, it was like, uh, hold on, hold on. It was basically where like uh, Elizabeth made peace with Jessica because Jessica realized that Bruce was a jerk. Um, yes. And then it like it led into like the next story is going to be blah blah blah. But I don't remember where it left off with the next story. Yeah, I mean the next story like basically or something. Yes, it's Robin trying to join the sorority and Elizabeth is like, I'm going to nominate her and, Jess- and Jessica doesn't want to. And so nominating Robin, I guess, is going to shake up, is going to cause a huge stir. Because, th- I mean, and this is awful. This is another, like, bad thing. It's indicative of the time. The biggest thing about Robin is she's, I guess, oh, she's overweight. Did they, did they talk oh. about that in the YouTube video <laughs> or in the YouTube book? Okay, so... <laughs> I'm wondering what I listened to. Um, so, cause the way that the YouTube video went or not video audio, I mean, whatever it was, um, was it wasn't even like a normal, like if you purchase like a, a book on CD, like yeah. it, they were narrating it. So there were different voices for each character. Oh. And, uh, and so, and there was also little background noise and stuff as well. So it sounds like, like a radio play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 it does. Absolutely. I, wait, I want you to send me what you listen to. I'm very curious about this. Do you want me to send it now or later? Later. You can do okay. it later. I'll, but, I'll write a note for myself. <laughs> well, okay. So we'll kind of, we, th- those stories aren't that important. The most important thing about this book is Bruce and Jessica. And oh, yeah. So it comes to a head, this whole thing, when it's Bruce's birthday and he, Jessica's under the impression that they're going to have like this intimate night Yes, by themselves. I remember that. Yes. So yeah. she gets all ready. She, you know, gets all dolled up. But unbeknownst to her, Bruce has kind of put together a surprise for her that all his friends are going to be there. <laughs> it's like a reverse yeah. surprise birthday party for his. It's, yeah. yeah. And I guess what do you think that's just because he was just done with being alone with Jessica or just didn't want to spend any time that wasn't making out with her? Yeah, I think he was just kind of being done with her, but he still had to deal with her. And so I think instead of doing a one-on-one thing where he was like, and it sounded like Jessica was getting a bit more um, 
strict with like saying no to the physical stuff or like telling him to slow down. And so maybe once he saw that, he was like, well, sure. I don't want to be one-on-one with her anymore because she's not going to do anything else with me. So yeah. that actually makes me wonder if maybe they didn't have sex. I don't know. But um, so then maybe he was just like, well, I'm going to be selfish and I want to have a party with all my buddies and stuff. So I'm going to pretend it's a surprise for her. I just think that's kind of leading or it's kind of like supporting the idea that I think Bruce was just starting to be done with her. Yes. Yes. That was my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and he basically leaves her at the party. He's like, Oh, hang out at this table, baby. And then he goes off and he's like dancing with other women and she's just sitting there. Oh, it was just classic abusive behavior. I'm like, this guy is going to (laughs) go up and it is not going to be good. And she was just so willing to take it, which once again, looking back, I can see that so much in like, you're just in my past behavior, just you accept these crumbs. It's like they give you crumbs and you're just like, oh yes, I have these crumbs. Thank you. I know, right? Oh, it was, it was painful. So like, we're saying a lot of negative things about this. So yes. I was trying to find something positive, And <laughs> one positive thing I did find was the relationship that Jess and Liz have as sisters. Like, it seemed, the way that Liz treated Jessica seemed positive. And the fact that I remember she was like, I would never tell her secret or something like that. And she was really looking out for Jessica. Now, Jessica was a bit rude to Liz, obviously, because she was engulfed in this man boy (laughs) boy man and um so i i found that was something positive in the book kind of like showing some teenagers that like hey like you can have a positive relationship with your siblings um if you like support them listen to them and watch out for them so there's something positive yeah and i think too what also came up is you know elizabeth also she knew that she couldn't she had to kind of step back sometimes you know, she couldn't constantly be telling Jessica, no, 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 like, this is stupid, this is stupid. Once she realized, like, okay, this is not going anywhere. All I can do is just let her play it out and be there for her when it doesn't. And she was, yeah. you know, they, she kind of engineered this, this climax where they leave the after party, which is at a restaurant. And then, because Bruce makes up some excuse about his grandmother. He's like, my grandmother's sick. And Elizabeth is like, no. This is not this is not the Bruce Patman that I know. And so she leaves with Jessica and then they kind of figure out a way to go back to the party an hour later. Yeah. And of course, Bruce's car is there and yeah. he is with another woman. Yeah. And they're, you know, he's like leaning all, yeah. all and, up um, in the grill. <laughs> and then wait, what do you what did the what did the radio play say happen next? I'm curious if it's, if it's Um, okay. So <laughs> Jessica comes up to him and says some she's talking smack to the girl she's like I thought this was a bit cheesy but she was like oh your grandma doesn't look that sick and then she was like um like talking smack about how she looks so much like a grandma like she's trying to like make the girl like sound bad or whatever and then that was when the I think I don't know if it was the narrator or if Elizabeth or someone was like okay the old Jessica is back when she's like talking all this smack about that girl and she's like being strong against Bruce now Um, I'm not sure what else she did say but I just remember she was all like she looks more like a grandma and it was just it was just kind of funny that she was uh yeah picking on the other girl I know. And then, and then she ends up at first I was like, Oh my gosh, if she just gets mad at this girl, if she like projects it all on the girl, I'm going to lose it. But she doesn't. She she calls Winston, but I'm not sure why. Does she call Winston? 
does she have any love interest in Winston? I don't think so. Well, okay. first, before that, she shoves a pizza in Bruce's face. I think I remember that. And then she pours soda over his head, and then he falls back in a fountain. <laughs> oh, that was not in the YouTube. Oh, I thought they'd have, like, fountain, like, sound effects or something. Hmm. I was wondering, like, it was only, like, a 40-minute long video. <laughs> and I was like, I know the books are short, but are they that short? This is amazing. At well, least I got the general gist of things. I, I mean, really, that's it. There was a bunch, there was a side story, but, you know, it was resolved and it's not that big of a deal. It was about the high school band maybe getting a big break at, oh, you know, but well, ultimately it turned out to be a dud. Okay. So. okay. So, but yeah, then I think she leaves with Winston. I think Winston is there and she's like, oh. we got a date and they leave together. But I think that was more just, I don't think she likes Winston. Maybe not though. My sister thinks that they're going to get together and I can't remember if they ever do. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it ends. And, you know, one thing that stood out to me, and this is, I think, once again, also typical of high school, Jessica, I feel like gets over it instantly, you know, and I'm trying to think. Emotions there. I know. I feel like, like, of course she did. Like, (laughs) God. I know. I I think about sometimes, but I guess it wasn't really a real relationship, but I think, oh oh my gosh, I want to get over relationships that fast. (laughs) I know like pour some soda on his head and i'm good i'm good thank you yeah right yeah yeah once again i think i mean jessica is i I was happy to see her come back as jessica because yeah i i i yeah i really did kind of miss her in this book i gotta say even though she is not a very nice person in the first couple books and okay but it's just it was hard to see her so yeah yeah, this was the only book I read. I didn't read the first two. And so I yeah. just thought she was kind of, even though you say like she was um, less mean than the first two books, she still wasn't a nice person. Just the way that she like treated everyone that wasn't yeah. Jessica or Bruce. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so looking at this book, what, we always do something at the end of a podcast about the le- what lessons have we learned from this book? So hmm. Michelle. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, I guess a lesson, uh, just teenagers have ridiculous emotions. Um, and I suppose this could help if you're ever a parent of a teenager, (laughs) like you just kind of have to let them go through their emotional phase and think what they want to think, support them, of course, but also like they'll grow out of it. Also, I guess a lesson I learned is I'm glad that I'm not going to be in that phase ever again because I'm married now to my Irish man. So like, luckily, I don't have to go through the beginning parts of a relationship where I do engulf myself in the man and then kind of like forget about my friends and stuff. And so I guess it kind of makes me a bit more grateful that I'm past that. Um, Yeah, I'd like to hear what your what your lessons were that you took from the. the I mean, I think the big one is just. Even that, even now, even in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's like a yeah, boyfriend, family relationship, like no person is ever really worth the loss of the things that like make you you, you know, like the things that you like. Like when Jessica started to just completely lose all her interests, that's when I was like, oh gosh, she's losing Jessica. So I think that's once you, I feel like once you start losing that stuff or that stuff starts to fall off. For me, it's like, oh, warning sign. That's a warning. Mm-hmm. Like something is off here, you know? So I don't know. I think that I can, even in, you know, my normal life or even just with, it could be the same thing with work. Like, are you starting mm-hmm. to 
I think it's just always trying to remember those things that make you, you and keep doing them no matter what, who is in your life, what's in your life. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I remember I was shocked when Jessica wanted to quit the cheerleading team or she actually did yeah. quit. Sure. And I was just like, oh, wow. Okay, Jessica's gone. I don't know who's left in her place, but she's not there anymore. Yeah, it's a shell. I mean, I actually, I, there was this book, it was, I kind of liked, I feel like I could really relate to it in a way that I felt very, oh God, that powerlessness that comes from having such an intense devotion to something, you know? So I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd like to see what a man's perspective on that is. Like, do men do the same thing in relationships? Mm. Not relationships, but like, do men do the same thing at the beginning with like a girl that they really, really like? Like, do they do the same thing as women? I don't know. Well, I mean, look, look at Winston. Winston was like, like obsessed with Jessica, you know, and he can't. Yeah, he'd, pop, you know, he'd give up anything probably to be with Yeah, her. sometimes I, I wanted to shake Winston and be like, Winston, <laughs> you doofus. Like, move <laughs> on. But once again... High school emotions deny all rational anything. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get too mad at Winston, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's been so great, Michelle. That, yeah. thank you. And I'm, you know, even though you had, I, you had an abridged sort of version, I think we <laughs> I covered all, it's not like, you know, these are intricate plot points that you <laughs> missed things. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. So. No, it was fun when you told me about this podcast I was like sweet valley high sign me up this sounds like a blast from the past and of course it's just nice to talk to you I haven't we haven't talked in ages I don't know how long it's been but ages. I know yes yeah. it's been great yeah. so any we should come on again sometime I'd love to have you how many books are there like a thousand no there's like <laughs> there's definitely over a hundred over 100. okay I would be interested in doing another one again. I, I would definitely volunteer for that. Hopefully I could get the actual book next time. So we can look into that in the future because yes, YouTube apparently isn't reliable. <laughs> the <rich. laughs> yeah. 40 minutes. Probably not. I mean, that would be a very short. Well, it wrapped up at the end. I was like, all yeah. right. I'm sure you got, you got the main points. You got the main <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah. It's been um, good. Is there anything uh, that you want to leave us? Anything you want to close with about you? Anything you want to promote? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm a, I teach English with VIP kids and they teach English to Chinese kids. And um, yeah, if you want to work for VIP kid, you can sign up under my um, referral code. They're all capital letters, M-I-C-H-E-0068. And so you can enter that as your code and then you'll be directly linked to me and then I'll be able to contact you and email you and we can do all that question. So if you just enter that code, we will definitely automatically be connected. Do it. I love VIP kids. Yay. <laughs> Please like the Lessons from Sweet Valley Facebook page and give us your memories of Sweet Valley. Let us know what you thought of the show. We'd love to hear all feedback and what... Um, what we can do differently, what you like. Yeah, let us know. If you'd love to be a future guest, please let me know. All guests are welcome. All right, Michelle, thanks so much. And uh, yeah. thanks everyone for listening. And we'll see you next week or next time for book four, just called Power Play. Oh, dramatic. Thanks, Kat. Thanks.